Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick and Mike take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys are joined by friend of show Jordan to be educated on the Theta Network and the potential impact on the film, gaming, streaming, and financial industries. So, what's the Theta Network? Nick, and we're joined by our special friend, friend of show, returning guest, Jordan. Uh, oddly enough, it is actually not a holiday, but we're still glad to have you. Oh, I'm glad to be here. It's the early Easter special. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what movie we'd go over for Easter. Actually, oh my God, I do actually. See? Yeah. See? Save it. Yeah, there you go. Clue. Yeah, so how are you guys doing tonight? Good. Splendid. Splendid. Nice. Um, yeah, so we have a, a fun and interesting episode tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Theta Network and the, you know, just what it is, what Theta is, um, and the implications that it could have on the film, gaming, streaming, uh, and even the financial sector. Um, so I actually know really nothing about Theta. Jordan is our resident Theta expert, and Nick has been dabbling here and there. So um, it's going to be a lot of me asking probably really silly questions and Jordan giving us all the answers. Really silly <laughs> answers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we? Uh, why don't you? Why don't we start off? Why don't you just give a the best simple explanation of what the theta network is uh oh man simple um well first of all it's it's a it's a it's a blockchain project uh the idea is that it's going to uh decentralize the way that uh video and streaming are delivered to people so it's going to work as a a peer-to-peer um technology so that your neighbor could be utilizing the Theta network, um, and you could benefit from that. So if you're if you're streaming uh, a concert, let's say, and uh, it's it's you know they want to let's say your your internet can't exactly follow up to 4K or 8K uh, streaming. Well, if your neighbor is is on the Theta network, and let's just say they're out to dinner or something, well, the Theta network basically allows you to utilize their bandwidth to enhance your video that you're viewing with your family. So that's, that's a simple way to explain it, I suppose. Nice. Uh, So on top of that, they, they have, you know, a website similar to YouTube or Twitch. Uh, I noticed, I think, isn't it Theta TV? Yeah. Yes. So um, Twitch tube is basically what it looks like. Yeah, like like a perfect combination of of YouTube and Twitch, exactly. Um, but it, it 
I mean, it looks very similar to Twitch, actually. Uh, they have lots of, of live streamers streaming games and other sorts of content like that. But it also serves as a YouTube type platform because you can upload our, you know, our pre-recorded videos you know, for your for people's watching pleasure. Um, how does Theta TV tie into the overall Theta network? Does everything run through that website? Like, um, so Theta TV kind of acts as one of their working products, I guess you could say. Um, it used to be called uh, Sliver TV, and that was utilized for just exactly what you mentioned, uh, Twitch for for uh, streaming games. Uh, I think League of, uh, League of Legends uh, Championship was streamed on there. Um, but Theta itself, Theta TV, is going to be kind of a um, kind of kind of a an entertainment hub. I think is the best way to explain it because you could you could stream you know, video games on there. You could stream live chats. Uh, I think I see one guy playing his uh, guitar on there and singing all the time. Oh, no. Uh, Mine, yeah. for you. I, yeah. I was, was going to say. Um, and there's uh, different uh, networks and movie studios are starting to get interested in um, the Theta TV product for their streaming platforms. Um, it's it, it branches, you know, w- way beyond there. Um, that, that's kind of the... Uh, the subject that the theta has that will kind of uh, apply to what you guys will be interested in, you know, for the um, entertainment streaming hub for games and video. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, it, it's the, the theta network. It, it's its own blockchain. So if you, if you dive into the blockchain world off of this, you know, conversation um, you'll see that it's going to act as its own, um, you know, network to, uh, utilize smart contracts in the future the same way other platforms like you probably hear, heard of ethereum before or you'll probably soon hear about cardano or zilliqa it's gonna it's gonna utilize smart contracts the same way those will and that's gonna impact the you know the retail and uh, enterprise world yeah uh, actually funny you bring that up with um, film companies and stuff partnering up with theta and using it as a streaming uh, platform of sorts. We had a actually an article in the newscast the other day. Um, actually, I think it came out yesterday, right, Nick? Yes, sir. Um, but uh, Lionsgate is the newest uh, company to join up and partner with Theta, uh, and they are doing. Let me find here in the article. They will be kicking off movie night screenings of movies like American Psycho, The Blair Witch Project, Leprechaun, The Wicker Man, uh, all that stuff coming in early March. So, you know, a week or two here. Uh, And they're not the only company that's partnered with Theta. MGM, Junkin Media, Cinedime, you know, companies like that are are teaming up with this platform to, you know, pump out content. It's just kind of cool. I think... uh... Jordan had mentioned like Samsung, right? It's going to be on all the Samsung TVs in a couple of years here. Yeah, uh, probably actually sooner sooner than that. Um, not not only Samsung uh, TVs, but um, their mobile devices as well. Right. Uh, which I've only heard that uh, the conference I listened to, they were talking about you know cell phones, but I'm sure you could you know bet it'll be also on the tablets and such. Yeah. Do you know? So um, I think of uh, I think of Silicon Valley. You ever watch that show? 
I have not on HBO. You should watch it. It's actually pretty cool. It's funny, and it you know it gets a little nerdy about stuff to what they talk about. But at one point, they have this application, right? And it has one purpose, um, but they are able to everywhere it's installed, they are able to leverage all the hardware that's installed on to enhance their network because they're hitting bandwidth issues because they're blowing up. Okay. Um, so they just started illegally hijacking people's hardware um, to support their network. Would the, would Theta be using these devices like in the background as available or is it not like intended to do that? Uh, no, you're you're actually you're kind of on the right, right track about that because um, the Samsung TVs and the devices basically will allow you to opt in or opt out of of being part of the Theta network. Right. Um, there's and we can get into it if you guys want, but there's um, there's a little bit of uh, the company themselves. They have it set up as a uh, there's an uh, incentive program to um, giving your your bandwidth to the network. Right. Yeah, we'll okay. definitely dive into that. That sounds like a really interesting concept. What's up, Stefan? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Um, as always, uh, if you're out there, you know, watching this live stream on the YouTube channel, uh, feel free to leave comments, ask questions, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we'll throw it up on the screen and talk about it and answer your questions if you have any or yeah, listen to your points, whatever. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into the sharing of bandwidth and and kind of that whole structure they're working towards and, and what that looks like and you know what purpose that really serves and how that elevates theta above other technologies. Well, I guess um, one one of the, the, the there's a couple of things that. When you when when you first talk about uh, a crypto project or a blockchain project, you know you usually get the um, the eye rolls or you know uh, you know what 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 fake money are you talking about? You know, what, hey, I don't know if you can see this here. Let me. Uh, I wore my NASA shirt so we can take Theta to the moon. Just like there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, a funny side comment: uh, SpaceX actually streams on on Theta TV for their nice. launches. Uh, it would that would make a lot of sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so you know, they they have. I guess what I'm getting at with that is when you hear about you know blockchain projects or, or cryptocurrency projects, uh, you get the eye rolls of you know like what what type of you know fake thing are you talking about? Um, the, I always explain to people that. You know, over ninety percent of the projects you see um, in the blockchain world are a white paper and a promise. You know, um, you don't really get to see what what the product is. You know, they, they tell you what they're what the scope is, and you just have to hope that one day technology catches up and they can launch an actual product. Well, Theta obviously is a little bit different. They already have you know certain working products. You can. Um, Nick, like you said, you can you can track the, uh, the escalation of the network traffic. It's you know growing a lot. I don't know the exact um, uh, numbers, but it's it's grown a large percentage over the last twelve months. Um, but the idea is when you uh, you know they have a working product, they have the right people backing them. You can you can go to their website and read their white paper if you'd like. 
Um, but you can also look at the list of their partners. Um, you'll you'll see Google, you'll see Samsung, and ironically, you'll actually see Binance on there. Nick, I know you and I were talking about Binance earlier, the exchange. Yeah, um, those are yeah. So those are all enterprise validator nodes. Yes. So that's that's basically a partnership, but they've also committed bandwidth, hardware, resources to the exactly. network. Exactly. So so there's obviously people that you know believe in the product, obviously, yeah. and are um, helping <laughs> with the um, the adoption of it. Uh, if you go to their actual team, you'll see uh, there's a uh, that guy's actual name. Um, maybe I can find it here, but um, you have some of the the, uh, the co-founder of uh, YouTube, you know, working closely with the project. Um, obviously, YouTube is a little bit in, involved with with Google too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's obviously a uh, big part of it. Uh, Steve Chen, there it is. I was driving me crazy. Um, and just okay. for reference, this is thetatoken.org where we're looking at all this information. Very cool yes. website. Yeah, it's pretty snazzy looking, right? Yeah. Um, it's pull that up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, the idea though is so you have you have a working product, and that's amazing to see. And in the blockchain, that can add uh, that immediately adds some credibility to. Um, to the actual uh, the market cap of the company, uh, then you have the partnerships, obviously that uh, that that adds more faith to the system. Um, Theta in particular needs um, it's kind of a trifecta. So you have those two things. And the next thing you need are actually um, you know network validators, and um, like you mentioned, there's enterprise validators that are the you know kind of the, the big wigs who who run Theta nodes. And then beyond that, you have guardian nodes, which those are the kind of the, those are the nodes that we, that you could run out of your house if you'd like. Um, but that basically becomes the um, they're kind of the, the community relayers of of the network. And what that does is uh, when you have the big validator nodes, you have data traveling through that, and then you also have that same data become a little bit more lucrative through the the guardian nodes. And the the incentive to that is it brings in the, I guess this is where the actual cryptocurrency um, becomes part of it. Um, you, you'll you earn what's called Theta Fuel. Theta Fuel has its own you know, market cap, it has its own circulating supply. But the greatest thing about that is you can use that on the Theta network as a type of cryptocurrency. So you almost look at Theta itself as a governance, um, it's, a go it's a governance token for the network. And then, uh, what's really fun with the uh, with the T fuel? I don't really like calling it T fuel that much. It feels a little. <laughs> it I, makes me think of an energy drink. Well, you know, yeah. you know G, G, G fuel, fuel. is, <laughs> of course, they're they're a um, they're 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 one of the first uh, partnerships that was announced with Theta. So I wonder if they had a little um, little bit of pull on that. Uh, anyway, sense. I I hate the uh, the name T fuel, so I always reference it as Theta fuel. Um, yeah. But that is a uh, you can actually. So if you're streaming on Theta TV, you can uh, the the people watching can actually tip you in Theta Fuel. Nice. So it's it's it it um having a decentralized network like that it really it really breaks apart what uh you know kind of chokeholds users on, on YouTube right. There's you don't get the biggest market share of, of your content, right? You get, I mean, you get censored 
let's, let's be honest, right? There's a little bit of censorship that's involved. So when you have a decentralized setup like this, it it really uh, it lifts the curtains on a couple of things, which will probably be good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes I, both ways. I, sure. It does. It really does. <laughs> it does. Uh, but, so yeah. I, I had a – so I'm installing the Guardian node right now on my computer. Okay. Um, it's validating. It's said to get popcorn. It's going to take a while. Um, <laughs> so – when it uses my spare bandwidth, does that count against like my ISP data cap? So if they're they're telling me so like AT and T, I can download upload a terabyte a month without additional charges. Is it hitting me against that quota? Uh, th- th- in that aspect, it would. Yes, yes, it would. Gotcha. So I, you know, what I really. Um, a lot, a lot of people that I talk to that you know have that same concern. Um, it's, it's. I, I usually say you should, you know, maybe shop around a little bit because it's. I, I think the the caps like that. Um, you're gonna not only with theta. I, I get the feeling that, um, you know, not only will you know it's it's a product that YouTube can use in the future, and um, it's it's a product that also you know Twitch could use. It's a product that really any type of streaming network could use. So. If it's something you want to get involved with and uh, utilize, become part of the Theta network, I normally say, you know, make sure you you have a uh, ISP that doesn't have a cap on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was wondering if there's like a way to like regulate it, or does it just kind of run wild once you turn it on? Oh, you know, there's a lot of the the, the early tests that we've done are kind of with the um, you know, it sounds greedy, but we're looking to see what the um, you know, the T fuel return rate is, um, mm-hmm. we're just trying to understand, um, you know, oh, once, yeah. once you stake your theta tokens to the network, how long does it take to retrieve it after you unstake them? You know, so it's a lot of my you know friends, uh, who get into it, we can have, you know, more answers like that, but it's, it's, um, you know, so far so good. It's like, like, like you, like you said, it's, it's very, very user friendly and, when you go to download the Guardian node, you'll notice it works on, you know, works on Apple, works on Windows and Linux. Yeah. Yeah. They had all the options there. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the entertainment sector, um, how does everything that we've just talked about, how does that kind of play into, you know, film and gaming and the streaming industries? Like, um, Aside from Theta TV being a, a YouTube Twitch amalgamation type hybrid, uh, are we going to potentially see Theta turn into like a streaming service, like say a Netflix or a Hulu or a Prime or Disney Plus or HBO or whatever, with with these film comp- companies partnering with Theta to give them content to push out? Is it going to be like a, like a Netflix, I guess? Um, you know, there's, there's a couple of different ways it could go in the future. Um, I, I, I more so see companies utilize either developing their own technology similar to Theta, which uh, Theta has a, a patent, which is, um, you know, nice to see if you're an investor, right? Um, but they could either take the time to develop a technology like it or they can use Theta. So, you know, you, Theta could very well have its own 
you know, streaming service, who knows what Theta TV could become in the future, right? Um, mm-hmm. Before it was just a couple people streaming, you know, video games and some uh, championships every now and then. Now it's uh, the World Poker Tour is going to be hosted on the Theta Network. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I think in the future you'll you'll be using the Theta Network, whether you're benefiting from the network or not yourself, um, but you'll be utilizing it and interacting with it uh, without even knowing it. You know, oh, um, sneaky. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the way a lot of these blockchain projects are going to be They're, um, uh, they're a lot of them are referred to as utility tokens, you know, especially for decentralized finance. Um, it's, you're going to see it in the, um, in healthcare, social care, um, you know, finance, you're, you're going to see it everywhere. It's, it's, um, uh, just going to have different ways to, um, be adapted to whatever, uh, you know, niche it's going for. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was seeing in this article about Lionsgate joining. Um, I think somewhere in there it mentioned like premium. I saw the word premium. Uh, is is there some sort of? Yeah, here you go. Uh, it it was. I think it was talking about the Stars subscription platform. Oh, okay. Um, so that answers your question before we went on lines. Yeah. Stars. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, will, will we see anything like a premium pay for theta TV, uh, or I don't know, I guess I'm trying to figure out the more like front end applications of theta, you know, since we kind of talked about the back end and the bandwidth sharing and, mm-hmm. and how it'll be used in that sense. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if you, if my question actually came out making sense or not, or if you <laughs> could answer it. But <laughs> uh, as, as far as, you know, the, the front end, what your average person is going to interact with, I think is going to be uh, really just, your Theta TV app and your, you, everyone will have a Theta wallet uh, that wants to interact with it. And I think the majority of people will, as far as the, 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 um, the cryptography of it, uh, the tokens that your average person's going to hold is going to be, you know, T-Fuel. Um, and they're going to interact with that with probably on the th- on Theta store, um, you know, tipping uh, con- uh, content uh, streamers. Um, I think that's, that's going to be uh, the economic side of it. The other side is going to, uh, well, it, it depends what Lionsgate and and MGM are going to do. I know they're going to have content on Theta TV, but who knows what that will, um, you know, look like in the long run, right? Maybe right. they want Theta TV to just literally be live streams of content creators or esports. Um, and then, you know, for all we know, we'll see in the future stars powered by Theta. You know, it's just an idea. I, right. It's a, a lot of that is the, you know, the crystal ball, like what a, <laughs> what's going to happen? How much will this be yes. worth? You know, my favorite thing, wild <laughs> speculation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, when you when you look at the partners, though, and you you know that Samsung's involved on the software tech side, especially with Samsung VR, um, mm-hmm. you Samsung VR is not my favorite, you know, VR product, I guess, but a lot of people use it, right? And who knows? Samsung's not like it's a nobody company. Uh, I, I think 
we, we can see a lot of things, especially with what, what COVID did, you know, COVID changed everything for streaming. Um, everybody, everybody misses, you know, concerts, but they don't really want to go to them. So what if, what if we're viewing uh, concerts in, in VR, you know, from your living room, what if instead yeah. of paying for front row seats, you're just paying for a ticket that has cameras set up all around the artist and you're watching them from home. Well, you don't want to have that buffer, right? You don't want it to be <laughs> grainy looking. That's um, my favorite part of YouTube. Yeah. I know. I know when I go to new kids on the block concerts, you know, it's, it's the best in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I don't go to those. Um, but <laughs> you know, if you're watching something like that from home though, you, you want, you want to have the best possible experience for what you're paying for. Right. Um, and I, I could, you know, if you know, people on your street could be involved in the Theta network too, which the Theta network, it would, you know, pre-cache the viewing of what you're looking, looking at and, and just make the stream overall smoother for, for you, you know, makes your experience that much better. Uh, it's just, yeah, the sky's the limit when it comes to what this could go to. Right. Does it, does it localize like that? So like if yes. everyone on your street is on the Theta network, you guys are all just kind of grouping up. Exactly. That's nice. exactly how it works. And, and that's part of the, 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 uh, the decentralization of uh, not only Theta, but just the, um, what the blockchain is trying to do and uh, as a whole. Um, it's not just one party that governs everything. It's, it becomes, uh, a, uh, I get it, in the IT field, you call it a mesh network. It, it's a it's, it's a mesh network globally that everyone can benefit from because not there's not only one particular host that it all comes from. Right. So, mm -hmm. so has there been any kind of like a thought or discussions or write-ups when it comes to or precedence as far as like how ISPs view something like this? Because obviously it's moving over their networks. Um and I, I, don't, I don't know if in the long run, like it just makes more people pay for unlimited plans for, or and that's good <laughs> for them or, or, you know, they kind of look down on the, the, the push, you know, the, the mushroom over the network, their network, right. Because they have this other network kind of piggybacking off of it. Well, I, I think it, it kind of, it kind of goes back to what you said before. Uh, if you're, if you're capped out at a certain um, speed, certain bandwidth, uh, you can't really give more than that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't really, it doesn't really step on their toes because you're paying for their service. You're just utilizing their service to host others. It's kind of like if um, let's say we're, we're playing a, a video game and you set up a, let's say we're playing Minecraft and you set up a Minecraft server locally uh, I use like a VPN. I jump into it. Well, it's you know I'm utilizing your uh, your mm -hmm. internet to to join that server, right? right. Uh, so it's kind of like that. It's just it it allow it it'll give out what you're not using um, to the network. Which I mean, if if you watch a video on on you know Netflix, you're you're pre throttling like what like sometimes like 40 megs worth of uh, bandwidth when you only need like five or six. To, right. to have a, a very decent uh, viewing uh, so, of whatever you're so trying to watch. Greedy. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, but it, it does it, it does that, and um, I guess it's not. I guess it's not really a um, and uh, a villainous thing that they want you to have a you know 
to, to view it better, but it's you're using it's so much unused bandwidth. It's not even needed. Right. So we're t- we're talking about a potential socialist internet network. I was I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna like drink and drift off though. Yeah. Um, this is the way. And, 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 and yeah, yeah. And it's not it's not always a you know even you know. I guess socialist systems aren't always as villainous too as um, well. I don't. I don't like them normally, but to defend it right out the gate, though, it since it is it prioritizes like the community's usage. It's more so you know communities are socialist societies. At least they should be. So um, you know your neighbor. You know, you go over, ask for some sugar because you're out of sugar. Sure. Well, I'm just asking for some bandwidth, man. On the, on the <laughs> yeah. um, help me out. He's here, like, you know? he's like, I need more bandwidth. <laughs> Even though, you know, maybe in my neighborhood, I might just be devouring everybody's bandwidth. You know, that might hey. just be the case, but that's okay with me. You got to sure. keep that Valheim server up and running, yeah. bro. I'm going to convince all my retired neighbors, like, listen, you guys need to put this theta node up in your house and it will be good. Uh, yes. You guys were playing Valheim before I launched this, right? We, I'm actually playing right now. <laughs> well, spring when you said Minecraft, I was like, well, uh, you know, same thing, Valheim. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we literally cannot stop playing Valheim. It's a problem. Yeah, my friend uh, John, or Dan, he's trying to, uh, you know, get me to play it too. And uh, I, play, I play a lot of games. So I don't have a ton of extra time. But it well, ironically... Playing all of those ones and play Valheim. <laughs> I, uh, there's sometimes I'll, uh, ironically, I like, whether it's on Theta or uh, Twitch, I'll jump on there and uh, I'll watch other people playing it. And it looks, it looks pretty fun. Dude, it's literally Viking Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. I, there's like a little... I just like Minecraft, I suppose there's like a, there's a certain aesthetic to the graphics that mm-hmm. uh, you got to get used to, but once you get used to it, it, you don't even notice it. Right. Yeah. It's a uh, accessible is my favorite word for yeah. it. It is just hyper accessible for everyone mm-hmm. to just jump in and live a different life. And it's as, as difficult as you want to make it. Hmm. If that makes sense. Like it, it has all, so our episode has quickly turned into <laughs> a Valheim review. Data <laughs> and what is what is Valheim? But hey, I'm I'm on board for this side road we're going down. Um, no, big so stuff. <laughs> with, with with Valheim being a crafting like builder game, it's also a survival game, and what it does is it like takes all of the super annoying and unnecessarily like punishing aspects out of survival games. Okay. It it takes all of those away, but keeps like the core mechanics there. For instance, like, uh, so there's hunger. You have to gather food, cook food, eat food, but you'll never starve. Like if you don't eat, you're not going to like die. You're just going to (laughs) have, your your max health and stamina bar uh you know goes up when you eat but when you are like hungry or whatever it's at like a, a minimum of like 25 or something and you don't go be below 25 health for example okay. but if you eat you know you can get up to like 100 health but you're not going to like die from being hungry which is 
kind of cool. Removes the annoying, like, oh, I got to stop what I'm doing because I'm literally going to die if I don't eat food. <laughs> um, but you still have to eat. There's, like, benefits to eating and staying fed. Um, but, yeah, man, I recommend playing for sure. It's so much fun with people. I can't, I can't even imagine someone I joined, like, 30 seconds ago started listening to. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's theta? You're not you're... even going to die if you're hungry, man. <laughs> it takes like, a while. Like, but there are benefit there are benefits to eating. Yes, uh, there are definitely <laughs> benefits to eating. <laughs> man. Oh man. But hey, while we're on the Valheim train, um Showboys word on the street is we have our own dedicated server now for the Showboys podcast. So if you're into Valheim and you want to play with us, join our Discord and we can get you in there and it'll be a nice fun time. Hmm. But yeah, back back to back to Theta, the important topic of tonight. Um I was streaming on Theta too. That's right. Hey, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to work right? on it. Yeah. Um yeah, let's talk about. Uh, you mentioned esports, and you mentioned uh, the the poker being streamed. Is that like is the poker stream like an exclusive to Theta thing, or? So the the way I understood it, uh, well, to, to, to directly answer that question, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but th- it goes back to what I was saying before. They could be utilizing a a certain platform that is being powered by Theta, so mm-hmm. it could. It could be, I mean, they could re- they could rebrand some other type of. Um, they might even take Theta TV and rebrand it for something for themselves, right? And just have it say powered by Theta. Um, so I'm not I'm not 100 sure what they're going to be doing with it. Um, but my guess is, if um, you know, space shuttles for SpaceX are launching on Theta TV, uh, we'll probably see the poker tournament on Theta TV as well. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you can you can. Um, you can already go to you know your phone and everything and, and get the theta.tv app. Uh, it's it's kind of when I started following Theta, it was about a year ago, I think. Um, it, theta TV it didn't really catch catch my uh, attention early on. It was it was really plain, and uh, it's it's grown a lot in the last uh, probably six or seven months, and part of that is is due to the fact you don't need like a personal streaming code. It used to be you had to go on like a small quest on Twitter to get a streaming code. And I know uh, you, had to, you had to go on, to, on Twitter, um, you know, mention Theta and say you want to stream on there and you'd be selected. So they, mm. they've really taken their time with, with each step, but each right. step that they, that they take forward is um, there's really not any uh, hiccups or tripping going on. Right. That's good, though. You like to see that because you don't want like a Fallout 76 on your hands. Right. Right. They're they're, they're definitely not in any sort of rush. You know, that's right. That's very uh, nice to see. So um, why don't you talk a a little bit about the growth that you've seen since you started, you know, 12 ish months ago? Uh, Like we could even talk about like the, the financial growth you know, in your, your Theta investment also, what kind of growth you've seen on Theta TV? Like, I don't, I, I'm sure you don't have data of like in front of you right now about like, you know, 
I'm curious. I wonder how many streamers stream on Theta. Like how many concurrent viewers you know you might see it any given night on Theta TV. Um, you know things like that. I'm sure that it's grown a lot since you've started following it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's grown in um, I guess in, in both ways, both streamers and uh, and, and viewers. Uh, obviously, you could have a hundred people in a room right now. And they're gonna and if the person directing that room says, "Hey, um, go to your computer and start watching somebody streaming on streaming, let's just say Destiny Two or Valheim or whatever whatever, whatever game you're thinking about," um, probably ninety seven like ninety seven of those people in that room are gonna go to either Twitch or YouTube still, right? That's 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 the conventional thing to go to, and and that's okay. Um, I do that still, you know, I just, I, I go to Theta just to see if what I'm looking for is there. And it, we're starting to get to the majority of time um, where it's on there. So it's but before you would, you'd go there and you'd see like a Roblox streamer, uh, a couple Fortnite streamers, uh, seven days to die streamers, but nothing, nothing really, really big, you know, now, now you're starting to see the seeing everything. Like I said, you'll see a guy playing guitar. You'll see someone just um, talking about uh, movies. You'll see people streaming different games you're looking for. Um, there's not a, a ton of viewers on those yet. I think the most I've seen was probably like close to 100 on one particular streamer. But yeah. that's you can look at that. and like, A content creator can look at that and say, well, I'm not getting on there, right? Because who's going to, who's going to watch my stuff on there, but, or you can right. there and see an opportunity, right? If you see mm-hmm. a quality product, you know where it's going to be going. If you research it, it's, it's an absolute opportunity to uh, get on the ground floor and promote it and, uh, and, you know, just branch off from it. I'm, I'm looking at Theta brand partners on the Theta TV uh, website. You got NASA repping, you know, <laughs> Uh, World Poker Tour, like you were saying. Um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's right. I forgot. (laughs) How could I forget? How could I forget? Yes. Uh, Fail Army. G Fuel. Shocker. Um, But yeah, it's kind of cool. And like you're saying, uh, it's a great time to get in, you know, as a streamer or content creator on Theta TV. Definitely. Um, because, hey, there's, I mean, let's be honest, on Theta, there's not much competition right now. You know, you're exactly, you're one of the few streaming. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, that's only good for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm it's, anxious to see if, uh, like, if they'll partner up with any of the like big streamers, like, um, last year or maybe it was two years ago i forget the exact time frame but you know we were seeing a lot of the big streamers leave twitch and like go to facebook gaming or yep. youtube or whatever uh most have since come back to twitch <laughs> but yeah. i'm wondering if you know we'll see any of the larger streamers you know make their way over to theta over twitch you know, and, and that's that's all. Yeah, obviously, you, you get into, into the speculation of, of you know what what could be in the future. Um, uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit, right? It's mm-hmm. when when you see um, uh, everything that I've seen in the decentralized you know world with with the blockchain. 
um, it, it, it opens so many doors to, to what could this, what could this possibly become? Right. Yeah. It, it's, I, I feel like once I feel like big streamers could easily be incentivized to move over there. Once uh theta feels the need to incentivize them because they could just outright boost their platform by getting some really big streamers and say, Hey, we will pay you X to come stream on Theta. And all the people, you know, instantly that's just going to set off a a bomb amongst people who watch that streamer. Right. And, you know, and I feel like they might, they might just get to that point where they'll start doing that. And that might be like a business decision before the, you know, unless they naturally just drift over there. Right. Yeah. You, you know, in the last, I don't know if it was last weekend, I, I don't, I don't follow it exactly, but um, uh, Logan Paul, he, he based, I don't know if you heard about this, what he did with the uh, Pokemon cards. Uh, didn't he like it, it, pretty much a, a scam thing, right? <laughs> well, uh, so uh, I, it's Logan Paul. It couldn't have been anything good. <laughs> it's, I, 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 I'm not a fan either, um, but uh, I, I, there's some things to laugh at, I guess. But uh, what he did was he opened up um, like a set of Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. and these these Pokemon cards were made into uh, what's called a NFT. It's a non fungible token, and what that does is it puts uh, one copy of that particular Pokemon card in this example on the blockchain, and they were raffling them off. So uh, imagine uh, they're doing this with art. They're doing this with uh, the soon-to-be sports cards. They're, they're going to be doing this with, with lots of things. But imagine having um, the original copy of a particular file on the blockchain. Let's say everything you do, like um, you guys have played Magic the Gathering, right? Or do you, you know what it is? Obviously, like, the card game. I like girls. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I mean, I do like I, girls. Uh, but... <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, actually, you know what's just Keep I, digging myself into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I ironically haven't played Magic either, but I was. I thought it was a, um, for some reason. I assumed you guys would. I don't know if that's an insult or what. <laughs> no, um, I played. I actually played a ton of Pokemon. Oh, like, like well, holy hell! Game. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. So. Yeah. Okay. So. I did, obviously, I didn't like girls that much. I played a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, you played for Misty, didn't you? Um, That's right. So uh, imagine, you know, Pokemon, the card game never actually existed, like uh, as, as cards you could hold, but it was all online, right? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine having uh, um, an original Charizard that uh, was only made once. It's Shadowless, <laughs> Shadowless Border Charizard, you know, the first edition. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, now you're talking my language exactly so the only one, <laughs> let's just say one of those existed i know i know there's okay, more yeah. that exists in one but um that, that's the way nfts are going to work on on the blockchain so these pokemon cards that logan paul opened they, they made into nft files and auctioned off online okay. so when people are playing pokemon on the blockchain in the future they're going to have that one card that exists so it's you have um they're going to be doing that with art. Art's yeah. already going online for a crazy amount of money uh, on on as an NFT. Uh, it's uh, it's it's creating its own own economy. You know what I mean? 
just in, in the whole art world. Uh, there, there's an enterprise um, adoption for that too. That they're going to be using for invoices in the future with um, uh, a couple of different uh, companies I'm launching, but um, I, I forget how that relates to Theta, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I forget how we got into that. I think that's the contract, kind of like the Ethereum thing, right? Like the original copies, like you can actually, because the network validates that that is in fact the original Charizard file. Yes, exactly. And and the original ones are going to be obviously worth a whole lot more, right? Right. Um, you, you could have um, on you could you could log into someone's computer or you know see the uh, the Mona Lisa as the background on on someone's computer. Well, that doesn't devalue the actual Mona Lisa art, right? The the, the original picture of it that exists. You know, uh, some well, I guess an entity owns that, but um, there's always certain people that own rare art. Oh. Mm-hmm coming to the blockchain also everything is is it's it's happening to everything you know and it's yeah right on hey scene snobs channel watching what's up mick how's it going he says evening gents hope you're doing well over there glad you could join us for the uh theta network master class taught to us by uh jordan (laughs) (laughs) jordo um so we keep throwing around the word decentralized. Yes. Let's break that down and, and talk exactly what that means for platforms like Theta and Twitch and YouTube and like why that is a benefit and something that content creators desire. Um, well, I, I guess it's, you know, it's, the the you're using a decentralized platform right so that you remain um the the primary owner of that you're 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 utilizing a platform that you understand what um you know your direct benefits can come from and are controlled by a particular entity and the 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 system itself again is falls back in decentralized is it's a peer-to-peer system so I guess you could technically say that if you're hosting a server, it's centralized by you, but there's not a, a particular corporation that is right. centralizing it. Correct. Um, yeah. Look, look at Bitcoin itself. It's a, it's a store of value that you can transfer from A to B and there's no centralization to it. Right. There's, there's not exactly a bank that's going to tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. You're going to simply exchange it between <laughs> A and B. It. We got a fan of your Christmas tree there, Jordan. Um, <laughs> FYI, that's the nicest Christmas tree ever. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. it's very it's very fitting. I don't know if you've uh, you know followed all of our episodes or not, but uh, Jordan usually only makes appearances on holidays, and it's just so fitting that his Christmas tree is still up. <laughs> on the one time we don't have him on for a holiday. <laughs> It's still a holiday. It's still Christmas oh, somewhere. That's it's, that's right. Always so, in my heart. <laughs> so horrible. I, I, yeah. When we were talking about that early on, and and uh, before we actually launched this, I saw that as the countdown was going to to launch in the stream. I was just staring at the tree, like, <laughs> why, why, why did why yes. do you have to be there? Yes. Why do you have to be so big? Um, but back- you love Christmas decentralized 
decentralized. <laughs> yes, so, decentralized. Let's say it a couple more times. All right. So <laughs> one way to put that is, say, a bank. That's a centralized form of currency and business. Yes. They, in the back room, in the vault, have a ledger that keeps track of how much money each of us own in our bank account. Now, mm-hmm. a decentralized network like the blockchain runs on is that each of our computers has a copy of that ledger. So every time a transaction occurs, it is written to each ledger. So makes, everyone everyone has a copy of it. That makes total sense, actually. And I'm Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue on as if I asked that original question <laughs> for our audience. But really, really, it was for me. I, yeah. uh, I just saw Stefan's uh, comment. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Stefan. Uh, yeah, Jordan is are, it's yeah. an Easter tree now, right? This is our um, Easter episode. That's right. Yeah. Early, early Easter. Get it all in right now. Yeah. Um, um, so, so <coughs> that that's that's the um, I guess that's the double edged sword that's happening to a lot of um, a lot of things on the blockchain or you know Bitcoin itself is it, it what began as like a um, uh, you know the the weirdo kid in his parents' basement mining Bitcoin has turned into Elon Musk you know, buying $1.5 billion <laughs> worth. Right. Um, I, or, I think or I, some I, coin, whatever, whichever, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. uh, not financial advice, but if you are up on your Dogecoin to the moon, throw it, <laughs> throw it out. <laughs> get rid of it. Uh, you, you can go to EtherScan right now and see, um, you know, the hashes of all the transactions that happen. Right. Is that kind of what you're getting at? You can see um, that this, the store of value was transferred from here to here. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and that is, and that is tracked across many copies of the ledger. Um, yes. It's not in any single one place where, you know, not that they could fudge the numbers if they wanted to, or, you know, they can't also print money, you know? Correct. So Correct. like Bitcoin, you can't make more Bitcoin. You can buy more there or you can mine more. But mm-hmm. from my understanding, there's a finite amount of it. Absolutely. Um, unlike, unlike the USD, there is an infinite amount of dollars that we can just print. Exactly. So, so it, it brings a certain value to all of it. So if you own one Bitcoin and that Bitcoin goes up, 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 again, you know, the price is what everyone kind of says the price is versus, mm-hmm. you know, you have a hundred bucks in your pocket. If all of a sudden you print a lot more hundred dollar bills um that value of that hundred dollar bill goes down absolutely so um I, to, to to jump back super quick to what you're saying is how it's all tra- traceable you are right that it's traceable um through let's say ether scan you can see um x amount of this particular co- token or this particular currency was transferred from a let's just say a, a holding on coinbase to a private wallet on a, on a ledger nano or something like that even though you can see that traffic happening, you you don't know who it was, right? right. It's all speculation, and that's where that's where the the centralization kind of falls short. And who knows what that'll look like in the future? To where maybe it becomes centralized, and you can no longer anonymously do this. Uh, but it's definitely not there right now. So you can transfer um, uh, these tokens or this, these currencies around without your name being involved in it, which, which we know would not happen at a bank, obviously. 
They'll know exactly where it went, uh, onshore, offshore, wherever. Uh, but um, what was the second part of what you got to? Um, I don't remember. I mean, what do you, I don't, what do you mean? There was more, um, you, you were mentioning something, uh, so like the ledgers, we all have a copy of it. That's like mm -hmm. the decentralized part of it. Um, the like fraudulentness of it kind of goes away. Like that's the security yes. of it. The, the finite amount also, that, that's right. where you're getting at. Um, so e even with theta, theta, so you have, you have the theta governance token, right? Um, that, that's kind of the, the brains of the network. Um, that's what's going, that's what you can run guardian and validator nodes with. Um, well, there's also the theta fuel, obviously. Um, I don't know the, the exact amount of theta fuel that'll ever exist, but with theta itself as a token, there's only 1 billion that will exist. Right. And, and that's, that's the, the finite amount of that. Um, and that's not the only other, I mean, most, if you ask me any credible crypto project, will you'll know the finite amount, whether right. it's in full circulation or not. Um, but then there are the uh, ones that have an infinite amount or they can, they yeah. have, they have code to where they can create more. That's always it's, a good it's, sign. Yeah, it's 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 always a, the the big red flags you can look at are how many are in circulation um, versus you know the, the what the total supply is of the product, and if it's a anonymous developer team or not. You know, <laughs> right? Um, there's there's a hell of a lot of uh, different crypto projects. Um, myself, I'm only I'm only invested in probably four or five, you know, it's, it's like the internet boom. You, you have, I mean, I can only assume, I mean, I'll probably be wrong in the end, but there, I assume the 95% of these uh, projects are kind of scammy, you know, sure. um, they come and go. I've, I've, um, I've, I've seen myself, I've never, I've never been involved in one, thank God. Um, but, you know, they call them rug pulls, obviously. So the, uh, a project reaches a certain, you know, market cap and the, you know, the, the anonymous team sells off all of them and it just crashes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I've seen some, I've seen some horror stories on that. Um, but all, all the products that I look into theta, theta being one of them. Um, I don't, I don't trade crypto. I'm not like a, I, I guarantee if I was, if I was trading in the space, I would be, it wouldn't be like a nice Christmas tree in a house behind me. I'd probably be on the streets, like doing this from like a park bench. Cause I probably would have lost everything. I'm not, a good, I'm, I'm not good at trading. Uh, I, I just, I like, uh, I like researching companies and uh, the products they have and uh, just in, investing in those. Cause I think the, the product will be something in the future, whether it's in the decentralized finance world, whether it's in the you know, um, decentralized, I guess, in, in this case, entertainment uh, it's, you know, it's, I'm not, it's not like a, uh, you know, I've, I've never looked at, you know, crypto and seen it as a uh, get rich overnight type of thing, you know? Right. I know. Some, Which is I know. very ironic because I mean, that is large in part what people think of it as, right? Even, sure. even sure. Bitcoin at one time was some scammy, not going to ever go anywhere form of value or coin or crypto. And mm -hmm. now it's a legitimate place to store your, your value. Absolutely. Um, to some degree. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you, um, you know, the people that are, are close to me, whether it's my family or my close friends, you know, I, I always try to encourage them with the idea of, you know, 
there's always going to be volatility in there, especially as you have Elon Musk, you know, announcing he bought Bitcoin. So many people are going to jump in thinking they can get rich quick and it's going to soar the market cap on Bitcoin. And it's going to go from $40,000 like it did up to 57, it was 57, I think. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to crash hard because a lot of those people are going to cash out quick or um, they're going to have, you know, they're, they're going to be a little bit, a little bit scared. So they're going to sell off quicker. And that just it creates the, the downward slope into the flash crashes, you know, but um, the, the crypto market right now is um, it's, it's, it's on a four year um, Bitcoin cycle, which puts it in a, in a bull, a bull run right now. So you could, um, you know, I, I always tell people that it's never, I mean, if you go on YouTube and you research any of these products, you'll always hear this isn't financial advice because, yeah, you could you could lose all your money tomorrow. All these companies could go away tomorrow, you know, right. um, yeah. or they could they could slowly gain value and they could slowly gain use cases and you'll slowly, you know, see your portfolio grow. Uh, it's it's a um, I think if you have that mindset, if you do your research onto um, what products will grow in the future, what you think that could be used, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll slowly but surely win, you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind of like the, the thesis for stonks only go up. Um, yeah. You know, they don't go down, but the good ones only <laughs> go up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there we Justin, go. thanks for tuning in. He's uh, watching from a park bench. Yeah. Must be warm. Yeah, hopefully it's warm. <laughs> we, uh, Justin is, uh, it's my, it's my brother, obviously. Indeed. Uh, indeed. He's, he, uh, he, he jumped into the, uh, the crypto, um, sphere with me also nice. a couple of years ago, but he's the full on trader, right? Where he, no, used... <laughs> no, he, he's, uh, he's a, a lot like me. Um, you know, the, the first year was, oh, this is awesome. Oh crap. This is scary. Oh, this is great. You know, it's, it's, it's a little, it's, it's, it's a little bit more fun than the standard. I don't have much experience in the standard stock market, but a lot of your standard stock markets, they just trade sideways for a certain amount of time. Right. And they just, they don't do much. They don't do a whole lot. But crypto's up and down. It's side to side. It's if it was a roller, uh, if it was a roller coaster, I probably would have thrown up a lot. I mean, you know? yeah. I mean, one, you know, since 2016, there's a solid bull run of the market mm -hmm. for three years. And then since, uh, Mar last March, um, uh, the regular stock market acts like crypto anymore. <laughs> and and the weird, the weird, and this is this is uh, a well, COVID, to, I guess, too, right? That's, yeah, this is a prelude a to Stonk Boys podcast, by the way. But um, that's right. Yeah, it's just it's it plus like just the boom of retail traders. So like people like us, you know, obviously we're not part of a firm or some sort mm -hmm. of hedge fund, um, you know. Oh, the, this is large in part a lot of the people who got into crypto and saw crypto as like a get rich quick scheme or or they're young enough to understand the value in it right mm -hmm. well you know as the stock market kind of became a little bit more volatile and opportunity opened up there last year that same mindset i can see taking grip of just your everyday markets right where people are literally just kind of going with the philosophy of like we we're setting the price of this stuff and that's kind of like the direction it's going to go. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, it's, this is um, a lot of these projects that, you know, like, like um, Justin, we have two other friends, um, one, one friend, Mark, who, who, who uh, got me in this insanity in the first place. Um, 
we we started buying in in the bear market, right? It was super slow. There wasn't a there. Well, we we didn't even realize there was a bear market because the the product that we were buying into was going up and down and side to side. We didn't, and we were gaining value though uh, overall. It was crashing going up, you know, which is which is always good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you find yourself getting a little bit greedy sometimes. You know, you like it goes from like three dollars to uh, let's just say like five dollars and then fifteen dollars and you're like oh this is amazing and then it crashes to seven or eight and you're like where did all my money go but you forget that a week ago it was only three dollars right right <laughs> exactly so, so yeah go no go ahead no you're good well uh, i when it, whenever i talk to somebody about you know like whether it's theta whether it's um you know some of the other other holdings that we have I, I always try to make it very clear. I'm like, you know, I don't like I we're invested in uh, blockchain technology, um, but we don't own any actual currencies. You know, it's, right. And when, when you say that, it's people are always like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's cryptocurrency, right? It's uh, there's a whole ecosystem that is, you know, developing on the blockchain, which will be integrated into our Internet. So it's. Uh, a lot of people, when they jump into it, you'll see the price of Theta. I think tonight it's around three dollars, hovering around three dollars, maybe just dropping right below it. Yeah, you're like, oh, I missed a train. You know, I could have got it at seventeen cents, could have got it at thirty cents, sixty-five cents, and two like, bucks oh. a month ago when you told us to buy it. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, I I look at that, and you know, people will stare at that. You know, waiting for it to jump back down to that two dollar mark instead of just kind of you know buying some here and there and dollar cost average in. And then all of a sudden, you know, when it's ten dollars, you're like, "Oh, I should have got it. Should have got more, three dollars or four dollars, yeah. right?" And yeah. and it's it's the ultimate. Everything is relative because it doesn't matter what it reaches; it always feels too expensive. And that's why I always say, you know, you want to do your research on a project that you can see going to a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars, and think about what those market caps might look like, and just kind of literally invest don't 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 really worry about the short term you know if you want to do the short term stuff look into i mean you could do doge if you want i wouldn't even do doge on short term honestly but um you can there are short term projects and this and that you can you know have your fun and, and trade time with but i think i think some of the long term projects if you're not into trading just dollar cost average in just do what you want to do and just buy and hold, you know, and always, right. invest, always invest what you're, you know, obviously able to, to lose. <laughs> Don't sell yeah. your house and jump into it. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Cause yeah. there's a, there's a way of thinking where it's like, you know, the people who watch the price move all the time and, you know, don't, don't like penny pinch into it like if you want to buy it buy mm -hmm. it whatever it's kind of at um yeah. you can time it good obviously but you can never time it perfectly mm -hmm. but like you said earlier the thing about like theta is it has a tangible product right so like exactly you know there's the streaming services and the you know the g fuel which i do have a question about is g fuel g, g fuel is an energy yeah, drink that's right hey g fuel if you're looking for a new sponsor uh... all of a sudden your shirt says t fuel you turn it yeah. inside out yeah <laughs> g fuel in the front t fuel in the back um... i will totally sell my soul for a sponsor so anything you want g fuel just let me know <laughs> so so okay so streaming right and making content network gives you t fuel um then does running the nodes give you actual theta and are those like somehow exchangeable 
So um, the first part where you said um, when you're streaming, you can uh, the the viewers. If 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 I'm watching this on theater on theater right now, um, I'm accumulating T fuel, and I can in return tip the content creators that I like with T fuel. So you don't, uh, to my knowledge, as a streamer, you don't earn anything other than what you're um, being tipped. But now, you as a viewer, y- yes, yeah, the the viewers mm-hmm. earn for watching and then can tip the content viewers. So I, I can my can you buy, right? I know. Uh, can you <laughs> buy T fuel with money? Like, or is it only yes. earnable? No, you can you can definitely you can definitely buy it. Uh, T fuel in particular. You can buy anything, Mike. Come on. <laughs> how much you got? Ask the questions. How much you got? Um, so with T fuel, let me just look this up because I don't actually again I don't own any actual currency. T fuel is at eight cents right now. Um, when I was learning about this project. I mean, actually, this, this wasn't that long ago. Um, I think it was, I could actually look at the chart, but I closed it. But it was it was worth a fraction of a cent, probably not not even six, seven months ago. Now it's mm-hmm. worth eight, eight cents. Um, it, it's, I think it went up to 11 or 10 cents and dropped back down to right here. But it's worth it, more than Dogecoin. It, it's, kind of, it's kind of what I'm getting at is when, when you have a project with fundamentals, like, I mean, it's, it's um, it if you just buy and hold, it just it just it, as long as it has good fundamentals and has a good future, you'll see it accumulate. You know, yeah. um, if if you buy a bunch of you know T fuel right now for eight cents, it's like worth like eight point four cents or whatever. Um, you could w- w- when that goes to a dollar, think about that. You're you're printing dollars if you have a guardian node set up, and you're and if you're if you're dedicating your network to the theta network. You're literally printing dollars if it's at a dollar, right? It, it, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, what if what if that goes to, to five dollars? You know, you're still printing that fraction of, or that fraction of it, but it, it accumulates even higher and faster, right. and it becomes worth more, right? Uh, you used to be able to buy Bitcoin for ten cents and have a heck of a heck of a lot of them, right? But now you're buying a fraction of a Bitcoin, right? I'm, right. Not, I'm not saying you know T fuel will ever be as much as, as that. It, it won't, obviously. Um, especially with the circulating supply behind it, but uh, it, there's there's value um, to that will accumulate itself before it's you know adopted, and in in my opinion, uh, it's absolutely. I mean, anyone that knows me, there's a lot of people that know me, and they they'll all call me a lot of different things. And obviously, one of them is never like a financial advisor. Um, but in my opinion, <laughs> I think you know Theta has a lot of room to go. Uh, theta fuel has a lot of room to go. Um, and I say that not even owning any theta fuel. I just have theta itself, but, um, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a cool opportunity to, uh, you know, take part in something like this before it really gets big. Right. So there was something I wanted to, to get into like 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to interrupt what you guys were talking about. Cause it was really good. Okay. Um, when we were talking about the decentralization of Theta TV, mm-hmm. and we were also talking about the potential of you know popular streamers leaving places like Twitch or popular content creators leaving places like YouTube uh, over censorship issues of late, uh, I know that as an avid watcher of both, uh, a lot of YouTube creators are you know, a little annoyed at, 
how much censorship is going on in the YouTube space. Um, a lot of Twitch streamers are getting banned and super annoyed at the ever-changing nonsensical Twitch guidelines that are always all over the place and crazy like that. Um, so I see Theta TV as being an enticing place to land creators who are you know suffering from that or like being banned like someone like dr disrespect i don't know if, how much you guys watch twitch or if you've ever heard of dr that's disrespect sweet, that's a sweet name <laughs> never heard of him but <laughs> yeah he's he's a pretty big streamer i don't typically watch him very much because he streams like first person it's, shooters i'm uh, not a big he has sunglasses and a wig. Yeah, right? big mustache. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. he got, he recently got banned from Twitch, and nobody why? knows really why. Nobody knows why. But like, I can see somebody like him seeing an opportunity with Theta that's decentralized that is not going to have as much scrutiny and censorship as mm -hmm. a Twitch or a YouTube. Yes. Um, so I guess that my wild speculation is like seeing this this platform that might not have as as strict of guidelines and and censorship as the two big you know content platforms like you, you might see a migration absolutely um it, I, I could i could completely i could completely see that and um the the i guess the streamers who have the resources which we know that they have a lot of resources right um, mm -hmm. for how much money they've made in uh these other apps the theta network you know you have to also remember it's it's a it's a blockchain itself that you can um develop apps on so oh. yeah so so it goes it goes way beyond you know like that's why i was trying to say like it goes way beyond with what way beyond what we're even talking about um there could be a a doctor disrespect application made on it <laughs> you know what i mean like uh it's, yeah it's it'll be like one of those snapchat filters that like just <clears throat> turns your face into the doctor disrespect with the glasses and the the hair and the mustache I, I so we can have a showboys tv app on theta you could, if you're if you are willing to develop <laughs> the app yes yeah you definitely can because it's an open source blockchain as well and um, everyone will, you'll, you'll start hearing of the term, you know, uh, dApps in the future. And that's just decentralized applications because as the content creator, you're making it and you're putting it on the blockchain yourself. So it's when I, when I say the sky's the limit, it's who knows what, what could be made or right. what could happen. And current, um, you know, the smartest uh, enterprises are, instead of fighting that right now, they're going along with it, right? Because <laughs> they know that it's going to be in, not just in their hands to succeed, but uh, people will want to um, create themselves and they can utilize it themselves. That's why I say that, um, you know, you could make your own streaming service if you had all the rights to, um, let's just say, you know, Showboys gets, it goes just giant and you buy Warner Brothers and, yeah, you take over HBO uh <laughs> <laughs> HBO Max is it? It's Max, right? Because Go's gone. Whatever, HBO it's Max, gotta, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. HBO, you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. You could you have the you know um, you could rebrand that and have it powered by Theta. It's, it's the sky's the limit. There you go. Hey, write that down, Nick. It's on. <laughs> it's on the agenda. Whenever we buy Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would buy Warner Brothers. Oh, well, I mean, if I had money. 
it, that would be enticing because yeah, they, would, they own the rights sure. to a lot of properties that I enjoy and yeah. I would like to see them done right. <laughs> and I hate Warner Brothers. So. <laughs> you buy them, rename them, and you just become a dictator over all your shows. Yes. You're like, I have all these ideas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, exactly. Like, again, the sky's the limit. You could take a, a decentralized platform and centralize a small area of it, right? <laughs> this is my own, like, yeah, it's my own little dictatorship app. That's right. censor everybody on it. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that would be so amazing. <laughs> Lately, that's what I like about Reddit and Discord, right? So, like, they have their own, you know, standards and rules to follow but more specifically the communities within you know regulate themselves governing yeah yeah they're self-governing so you know eventually it going that direction whereas like things like facebook and twitch they are a giant community where everything Mm -hmm. is managed at a global almost you know i think that's what you know when you say socialist like to me that's a little bit more socialist than um the decentralized networks where they're, you know, these are community driven like discord and Reddit threads, mm-hmm. you know, moderators, there's rules, but it's the standards of the community, not the entire platform. Right. And I guess that would be an eventuality of something like Theta or, you know, helping on the blockchain there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sh- shameless plug here. Since you brought up discord, uh, you should definitely join the Showboys Discord. Uh, we we like to utilize it over our social media pages. Um, and like Nick said, we, we've got a nice little community growing in there. And uh, yeah, it's a great way to engage with you know other listeners and ourselves. So we hope to see you there. We have a link up in the chat here on the YouTube chat. So if you use Discord, give it a click and we'll see you in there. Um. So do you envision uh, more companies like LionGates doing these like watch party streams with their, their content on Theta? Um, I, I could, I, I think there's going to be a point where and I, I don't, I don't want to give a, a boring answer to this, um, but there's going to be a point where, like I said before, where you're watching something that's utilizing the Theta network without really noticing it. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, you know, when 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 companies are gaining steam and they're in, in their infancy, you'll see them making these announcements of this is the new partnership, this is what's happening. Well, the 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 projects that have the heavy fundamentals um, will eventually stop doing that because you're just going to start assuming they're working with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, again, I think there's, there's, a, there's a really good opportunity that you'll, or a really good chance that you'll see, or you'll just be interacting with it without, without noticing it. Uh, going back to HBO max, eventually um, you they, they might have a particular set of videos you can stream and watch movies in VR from your home. Yeah. And that particular piece, they could that could be part of you know like a like a like a validator node that they're running, right? That, that that they as a company are benefiting from being part of the decentralization of the of the of the bandwidth that everyone's sharing. So it's 
sky's the limit. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, it's, I, I, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, that, that's a good answer. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any closing remarks on the Theta network? <clears throat> and anything beyond what I've already said, um, <laughs> I, I, I think, um, you know, there's there's nothing to to my knowledge. There's nothing like what that what the company's uh, doing, and I think it's gonna um, it's gonna it's gonna change the the the, um, the entertainment game in the future here. Literally, yeah. you know, you're gonna <laughs> esports are. I mean, I think over eighty percent of internet bandwidth is all streamed video. So you have to think about that. What these companies that that limit and that limit the throttle on your bandwidth and what you're able to receive, they're not going to be able to keep up with what the entertainment industries want you to view and how they want you to view them. It's going to move right. way way faster. So there needs to be something like Theta to be decentralized and allow people to work peer to peer to keep up with the entertainment that they want. Right. So it's. You know, yeah, because the entertainment industry is only getting more aggressive with how much content each of them choose to put out on a regular yes. basis. Um, right. Because, you know, you're starting, you know, we're starting to realize maybe to the average person, like some of these companies, you know, when you have Peacock, right? So NBC has their own streaming platform and you're like, what was the necessity for that? Oh, they have some IPs that they want to push mm -hmm. out to everybody. Um, you know, so it quickly starts to snowball here where, every single company that owns any sort of IP just wants to be like, Hey, we'll just make our own and um, just push more content out there. Um, and I remember, you know, it wasn't all that long ago when game of Thrones would premiere on HBO. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was largely both streamed and ran through direct TV or wherever you got HBO through cable. But you know, sometimes the image quality would go poor. Sometimes it would just not work um, because the it was, the demand was that high. Okay. Um, so obviously, that was a handful of years ago. Everything exponentially grows with technology. So that's happening less, but that happening more on a gradual basis, just like across the entire Internet, seems more and more likely, as especially in the past year with the amount of entertainment people have probably shifted to start watching and consuming. So it'll take yeah. its natural course for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. It's, this is one of the more interesting uh, crypto projects outside of, you know, obviously like the big three, which are aimed at more like a financial replacement kind of institutions. But like this as a, yes. as a tangible project and product is one yeah. of, definitely one of the favorites I've heard about. Yeah, I would I would definitely say that this is is a technology that you should you should keep your eye out for and like really follow this. They their ideas are, you know, game changing. So, it'll be really cool to see, you know, where Theta goes in the Theta network and the Theta tokens and the T fuel and all that stuff like it'll be really cool to see like next year at this time. Like Yeah how far it's been integrated into, you know, society and like put it on the calendar. That's right here. We're going to schedule it right now. No. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I think uh, this was a, a really good topic uh, considering where Theta is at the moment with where our entertainment consumption is also at the moment living in, you know, still in a pandemic where we're not, you know, totally locked down like we were before, but, you know, we're still, you know, theaters are still not at full capacity. Some aren't open. Uh, you have companies like Warner brothers, you know, releasing their content to their streaming services, as well as the, you know, their theatrical releases. So the demand for bandwidth and streaming, you know, your content is at an all time high. So, you know, a, a project like Theta just makes sense at a time like this. Uh, it's super interesting. And thank you so much for coming on and explaining it for everyone. Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to, happy to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, since we, we didn't have like a, a topic about like movies and shows, uh, particular, you know, specifically tonight, um, let, let's, why don't we just spend the last, you know, a little bit of the, the episode here. Just have you been watching anything cool lately, Jordan? Movies? Have you seen any movies? Any you watching any shows? Well, let's watch it, dude. Let's, let's watch him, bro. Um, <clears throat> you know, nothing. Uh, nothing uh, that's. I guess I, I watched the first episode of uh, Superman and Lois on CW, which it turned to a CW. It turned to a CW show really quick. Um, oh, nice! Oh, no. Uh, it, a, it, you know, angsty real quick. It started really good. Mike's it had, favorite. Had a had a lot of cool things, but um, uh, it fell fell off pretty quick. Um, I'd recommend I'd recommend anyone to watch it. In one means. episode, how long is it? Um, I don't. The first one was. It Please was so me. so good. I can't even remember. I think it was. <laughs> it what, flew like, right by. Hour, huh? hour and a, <laughs> hour and a half. Oh wow. What pretty much heck? a movie. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it's it a was, good premiere episode right there. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I, I rewatched it um also later on too, but it was just mainly the, the beginning. The beginning has so many throwbacks to nice. uh to some of the uh uh well obviously the night like some of the or like like mid to late thirties when Superman first came out and uh right. some of the uh cartoons that came out in the forties and 50s is really cool stuff but overall i i don't see myself going back to it that much doesn't sound like man steel sounds terrible yeah i think we also brought uh that that series up in the newscast too i believe yes it was mentioned yeah which oh superman lois yeah there's a lot of a lot of cool things you can tell that 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 obviously they're going there's there's potential for good scenes i suppose so I, I I like the concept of the Arrowverse and what CW is attempting to do. Mm-hmm. I just wish it wasn't so teen angsty. Like yeah. I used to love Arrow, but then like what's the demographic like, they're going I'm for? Not like fourteen, like I, <laughs> and, and like the Flash was pretty good, but like you know, just it was just too too much teenage angst going on in those shows. First and second seasons of The Flash were <laughs> amazing. So good. Same with Arrow. Same with Arrow yeah. too. And I loved the. Uh, I mean, they were basically the MCU of DC TV, like <laughs> TV know. shows in the DC, yeah. Yeah. you know, universe. But like the the interweaving of characters between shows and 
the yeah. team up episodes and like you know we had the infinite or crisis on infinite earths mm-hmm. event I, um, yeah i i know i know you've been watching you were watching titans i did yes you liked it overall yes Good. uh i finished i finished that up two seasons uh anxiously awaiting the third mm-hmm. um and up until the valheim needle went straight into my vein uh i was watching doom patrol okay <laughs> but nick has been holding me hostage on valheim every night every night all right so here's the issue all right let's look at before hours played recently okay, okay. you yeah. have played recently almost as many hours as i have played total all right here's the problem <laughs> Up until today, we haven't had a dedicated server that's open all the time. Okay. And the way Valheim works is like if you join someone's <laughs> server, they have to be online for the server to be open, right? Your node has to be online for me to yeah. play on. Right. So Nick's, you know, we're doing a thing on a server that I have. And yeah, so I'll be like, all right, Nick, I'm going to get off because I want to watch the next episode of Doom Patrol. And he's like, but wait, hold on. Let me finish this road that took yeah. me four days to make between our bases. Yeah. Next four thing I know, days. it's like, yeah, it's like so midnight. Guys, road. Beautiful I'm too guys, old. I can't watch it anymore. You guys are living together then in Valheim? Mm, no. Some nights. Yeah. Mike builds a bunch of houses, and I just kind of, I just live for the work, you know. He just, yeah. he just makes roads, and yeah, I used to make roads and help Mike with his roof. Yeah, he he's my contractor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, I've watched two or three episodes of Doom Patrol now. I like it. Um, I liked the little Doom Patrol crossover in Titans. <clears throat> that was cool. That like episode or two where they go into the yeah. It I, for me, it, like I, I felt like it wasn't. I felt like even even though that happened, the Doom Patrol show was different. Yeah, from, from that control, it's definitely yeah. got a, a way different vibe. I like it, though. yeah. Uh, and I, I never really like followed much Teen Titan stuff, so like I don't know comic stories for the tight the Teen Titans or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I was literally just along for the ride, yeah. And uh, some of the fights were really cool. I really enjoyed um, the fellow who plays Dick Grayson, I thought, yeah, he was a cool character. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I still I still have to recommend that you watch Swamp Thing though. And oh, I, that's a hundred percent on my list, even though yeah, it's on CW. It's one season, and um, you know, it's so you, be ready for. I mean, if you like it, obviously, um, mm-hmm. be ready to be disappointed because it ends. Yeah. Obviously, there's no second season, so I got super excited when it was announced and was mm-hmm. so hyped, and then immediately crushed when, like, two months later, they're like, "Yeah, it's canceled already." <laughs> I, I was I. I was devastated. <laughs> to, to so say the, least. the only Swamp Thing uh, comics I've read is the New Fifty Two run. So I don't know like how close the show is to any of the the storylines in New Fifty Two, or if it's like based off of older runs, or if it's not based off of really anything, and they're just telling a new story with some familiar characters. They, <laughs> I would say they they mix it a little bit with the um, the the Len Wein, um uh, Bronze Age uh, series that did on it, that he did on it. Um, I they they kind of mix the um, the the subtle 
uh, horror character just kind of trudging through the swamp mm-hmm. with a little bit of the, hey, I'm really, really, a really, really powerful swamp creature entity, you know, <laughs> yes. um, they'll throw the powers out there just out of nowhere, which is really, mm-hmm. really cool. They do it uh, in a, um, I was, I was, I was very happy with how they did it and, and how they intertwined it, but nice. um, there wasn't, uh, he wasn't like God mode the whole time and he wasn't just like a Bigfoot, uh, <laughs> like a green Bigfoot <laughs> right. walking through the swamp the whole time either. That's so. such a that's such a cool character. Like I loved the yes. new fifty two yeah. run was was really good. I mean, again, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I loved it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite comic series that I've read. There, there, there are a lot of new fifty two. Um, uh, in new fifty two, he kind of he learns more about you know what Swamp Thing is and his relation to the swamp and mm-hmm. um, being you know the guardian of the green and everything right. like that. I love um, the parliament. <laughs> Yeah, the, par- the parliament so cool. trees. The parliament trees are really cool. Um, they go into the rot, you know. The yeah, gray, the gray. Uh, I love all that in the red. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, dude, it's so yeah. good. They, they didn't really get to the the red. Um, that's Animal Man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would love that they got to Animal Man, but um, yeah, it's 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 a good show, and I'm so sad that it. <laughs> yeah, stopped. it's definitely on my list. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of the DC shows are starting to creep up on my list, mainly because I have access to HBO now, but I know mm-hmm. that's on the CW. Um what about you, Nick? What you what have you been watching lately? Anything? Um once again, Valheim is a little bit of a struggle <laughs> in the evening. Um but it's, I have, so, it's so hard to not play. <laughs> I have been uh sneaking in the weekly episodes of Attack on Titan okay. um, season four as they come out um highly recommend that show it uh it is just utmost one ridiculous and then it gets better and better with time um i recommend the the subtitles not the dub but it's a great show is is that i feel like i've seen that on netflix is it not on netflix is it on something else it's on hulu Hulu, okay. Because I was like, weekly release, that's weird on Netflix. I don't think I've ever seen that before, but that explains it because it's on Hulu. So. Watch to like, epi- watch season one to like episode three or four and just like decide then if you're going to continue watching it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you keep telling me, texting me, especially when I'm like, hey, I'm watching Titans. And you're I'm like, watching Titans. Attack on Titans. <laughs> yeah, Attack on Titans is what you need to be watching, not yes. Titan, teen Titan, um, teen angsty stuff. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I've been watching lately is WandaVision and absolutely loving it. Like it is so it's so out of the box for the MCU. I love it. It's great. I didn't I, I actually the, out of all the MCU projects, that was the one I was actually least looking forward to and thought I would absolutely hate. And it's one of my favorites. Hmm. So if if either of you have not watched WandaVision yet, you definitely should. It's super cool. I, I haven't, but I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, um, you know, Bewitched, Happy Days, I Love Lucy, all those old, you know. You'll love uh, it. You'll love yeah, it, dude. I, 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 I should <laughs> give it a shot. Um, I'm not a, Vision is one of, uh, especially the MCU version of him. I just, I wasn't very interested in him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's been, it's like 70% Wanda, like 30% Vision, I would say. Hmm. Um. But uh, 
And I think the the episode lengths are I think it's like a one of the twenty like twenty two twenty five minutes long, so it's real easy to you know catch up on and binge slam through in a night or two. Um, but yeah, that actually I think I think that does it for the episode tonight. Uh, before we we jump out of here though, I think it's it's only you know right that we maybe do do a little tease of what might be coming up, Jordan. You know, speaking of the MCU and WandaVision, um, oh, yeah. you know, the, the next MCU series is coming out right around the corner. Uh, here on March 19th, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will, will, will be releasing on Disney+. And, you know, we haven't done a companion series in a while. And I think it's about time. So, Every two months. We got to take like a two-month break and then fire one up. Yeah. So Nick actually hates me and barely wants to do this podcast with me so also true he Played valheim yeah he he's yeah. too into the viking minecraft lifestyle right now uh but yeah so J- jordan will be uh joining me on the falcon and winter soldier companion series coming soon um so i'm really excited about that because uh, much like the mandalorian uh i know nothing about marvel comics now the mcu i've seen everything multiple times i'm really like into the mcu and all that stuff so uh i'm i'm actually really excited to do this companion series but i need i need that comic expert so i had to pull jordan in with me uh he's gonna be there uh making sure i don't sound like an idiot you're the source (laughs) material jordan yes jordan is the source he's he's the talking head it's real easy and it's really fun um, yeah, no, it'll it'll be it'll be a good time. Uh, I can tell from the trailer alone, there's going to be um, a lot to to talk about. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I'm really interested to see, you know, if at all any of the events of WandaVision will tie into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like how, like what the timeline of that show is compared to WandaVision. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to to get in and break down the details and all the Easter eggs and the, and the larger impact on the MCU uh, with with my buddy Jordan. It's gonna be so fun. Yeah, that'll be a good time. You know, the, there's I think you know one of the things we talked about also is we're gonna go into some of the uh, origin stories of some of the characters that are going to be uh, brought into the MCU through this series, and um, some of those origin stories are uh, really cool, and some are just downright outrageous <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm, I'm looking forward to to it it's going to be a blast the mandalorian companion series was a blast so i'm ready to do it again and i'll just be sitting there yeah. on screen but just playing valheim and i won't say a word <laughs> the whole time yes. <laughs> so will mike i'm it. sure yeah that's, no, I'll play dead space, that's the actually. real reason i brought jordan in <laughs> i'll play i'll play dead space while we hey, while we live stream here so you guys can see me like leap back in my chair like oh, to the wall be a blast yes uh but yeah so thanks again uh for for the viewers here on the live stream thanks for tuning in and we hope that the episode was entertaining and informative and you walk away uh from your computer tonight having some understanding of the theta network and maybe some anticipation for the Falcon and Winter Soldier Companion Series. Uh, you know, if we if we did a good job, if you like what you heard, please uh, hit the subscribe button. It really helps us out, helps us grow. Um, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Showboys Podcast. 
uh, you should join us in our Discord because that's where all the spicy Showboys podcast stuff happens. Uh, that link is in the YouTube chat right now and can also be found on our Linktree page, which is linktr.ee slash showboyspodcast. Um, you can find all of our podcast platforms, social media content, you know, platforms and sites on our Linktree page. Uh, thanks for listening. And yeah, until next time, have a good one. That's a wrap.